episode 12 of orlando out of context i'm brian i'm stephanie welcome guys uh please follow us on instagram at orlando out of context and visit us at orlando out of context.com and make sure that you listen and subscribe on itunes spotify and google play and we'd love if you give us a review over on itunes welcome everyone if you're a dedicated listener you know we've been gone for a minute (laughs) <laughs> it took a little week yeah, off. Yeah, we took a week a We've weekend been having off. some busy times. Yeah, you were, I was out of town two weekends in a row, and then you were out of town uh, last weekend, so we just didn't get a chance to record uh, enough episodes. Sometimes we record a few back-to-back. We just want to put out quality stuff. We don't want to just, like, right. talk to talk. So, Stephanie, you went to Pittsburgh. Yes, I went to see Hanson and yeah. my family, of course. That's always the main reason. How was the weather? Did you get a break from the heat? No, absolutely not. It was hot as hell. Uh My mother doesn't have air conditioning. I just can't believe that. Do other people in Pennsylvania have air conditioning? I do not know. I don't know. You don't know the culture of AC? Like, does Rachel have AC in her... Our friend Rachel who lives there. Does she have AC in her apartment? Yes, I'm pretty sure she does. Do her parents have AC? And she lives in an apartment that's super old. And my mom's house is... Newer. Newer. Than hers. I think Rachel might have like a window unit. I'm not okay. really sure. I don't know. I guess I never paid it. I never really paid attention growing up. Because it's not houses. like it is in Florida there. It's not like deathly hot. It's almost the opposite. Like Pennsylvania is the opposite of Florida. Is in we deal with extreme heat for like nine months. And then we get like a little teeny break of cooler weather. Mm-hmm. And, and, PA and Pennsylvania opposite. gets about nine months of just miserable cold. And a few months of like 70s, 80s weather. Right. So it's not always super hot, but the weekend that I was there, it was really hot. Really hot. The pictures kind of looked hot. I'm just thankful we didn't get any uh, rain because it was supposed to rain the whole weekend and all the events that I planned were outdoors. Mm -hmm. So our friends, Alini and Junior, and our friend Rachel from Chicago, they all met. We all met up in Pittsburgh. And I met Alini and Junior the weekend before in New York. So So we kind of passed them around. They met in New York and then they drove from New York to me. They all stayed at my my mom's house with me. We went to the... um, we went to see Hanson's new tour that they're on. It's called Hanson's String Theory. And they're traveling around the United States. Uh, I'm not sure if they're going to like Canada or other countries. But they're doing tours with Pittsburgh. They did it with the Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra. And they're touring with other so symphony orchestras. So I didn't realize they were like hitting up other symphony orchestras across the country. Yeah. If so you, they're partnering up If you check out net, you can read uh, the different... Not every city they're going to have the city orchestra like Mm -hmm. some places they've hired an orchestra to do it but most cities they've tried to get the orchestra that plays in that city that's cool um they're unfortunately they're not coming to orlando because hansen is coming october 29th through the 31st for the epcot food and wine festival Mm -hmm. but they will be taking the string theory tour to miami on october 25th and st petersburg on october 26th so are you going to those i really wanted to like initially so they announced Pittsburgh as the first date, and that's why we all jumped on it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we got to go, because we thought it was going to be like 
At the exclusive. time, we thought it was going to be an exclusive event, like mm-hmm. just a couple select cities. And then it turned into this big, long tour. And like just two weeks ago, they talked, they released the Miami St. Petersburg dates. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go. I'm going to drive all the way to Miami, see to Miami, drive up to Tampa, see it in Tampa. But then I started looking at the prices and the prices are so expensive. I know really? it's it's because they're playing with a symphony orchestra and I, I understand, you know, it's a lot of money. Sure. Like I paid, uh, the ticket that we got in Pittsburgh was only $55. Right. But I looked up the prices for St. Petersburg and Miami and it was like $80, $90. For, for each one. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I might, well, depending Pete on my might work schedule, it. I might go to St. Pete. Yeah. Because it was, it was beautiful. It was really it was just a different concert experience. Like, it was so nice. Everyone was sitting down. Nobody was shouting, jumping, acting like crazy bitches. They were just sitting and enjoying the music for what it was. And it was so beautiful to hear, like, a full orchestra along with my favorite band. Uh, and uh, some of the songs are, like, their old songs that they arranged for the orchestra. And then they've also added a few new songs as part of the Hanson String Theory album. That's cool. Yeah, they never play my favorite song, which is Georgia. They never do. <laughs> I don't know why. It's a good song. I think we'll have to have, like, when Junior and Alini go to Back to the Island, Yeah, we should have him ask Well, pretty soon they're going to know question. who Junior is. I think they do. I think they do know, already know. They shouted is. him out. Did you see they reposted yeah, one I of his stories? Yeah, I saw they reposted. Yeah, they did repost. But pretty soon they're going to, like, they're going to they're gonna recognize him. There was another uh, good thing. At the beginning of the performance, they said that any kind of video recording or pictures was forbidden. But you and Junior both So, I mean, everyone was pretty, like, they were good as in they didn't. But I think everyone was kind of sneaking here and there. Just because we wanted to have some kind of, like, it was so amazing. You just wanted to have, like, a little piece of it. Like, I wanted to be able to come home and show my mom and, like, show everyone else. Like, oh, my God, this is how amazing it was. Um, Was it full? Was yeah, it, sold it was pretty out? full. I don't. Th- it wasn't sold out, but it was pretty full. But um, we were all all the way in the back of the first level, mm-hmm. so basically everyone was in front of us, and I really did not see anyone. Sc- you know, usually when you're at an event, you see people like holding up their arm, right. just holding it the whole freaking time, and the glow of the screen. So it kind of takes away from things. But it was nice to like look out into a sea of people and just see them listening, right? Like just see them enjoying it, taking it in for what it is beautiful music that's cool so if you get a chance and if you have any interest even if you're not a hansen fan like if you're just a music fan it's amazing it it was a really cool experience check out the saint petersburg show yeah that's the closest one to orlando what date is it again that's uh october 26th and then they'll be in miami on the 25th and then they'll be here in orlando the 29th through the 31st at epcot for the food and wine festival For like, I want to say like the sixth year in a row. Yeah, it's been a while. So ever since they've been coming for food and wine, they don't really do Orlando concerts anymore. Like they just count that as their tour stop. So every time they're on tour, they never come to Orlando. Which So, I mean, it's good. It's good for me because I'm an annual pass holder at Disney. But for people who aren't, that's like $100 a day to get into the park. So if you want to see them for three days in a row, you have to buy park tickets. Right. And they play smaller sets for sure. Yeah, they do. It's like three 20-minute concerts. Each night that they're there. But I like that, too, because, A, they can't be late. They have to be on time. <laughs> yeah, they have to be And on that's time. like a thing of theirs to just a stroll on the stage whenever they fucking feel like it. <laughs> and I get a seat. I get to sit my ass down <laughs> in a seat. And 
usually it's like they usually come around the end of October. So that's a time here in Orlando when the weather's transitioning. So you can have some cooler nights. Yeah. And that's nice. And it's my favorite place. Disney. My favorite people. Hanson. And it's so and great. on Halloween. And it's, my and favorite it's holiday. food and wine. Food and wine's fun. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, and then you guys, I think you should shout out a hot dog shop. Uh, so the hot dog shop is a small um, fast food kind of diner joint. It's a, it's a chain. There's several of them, but only in my town. And it's the place that Stephanie got her first job. <laughs> I was a burger girl there. A little, I worked at the cash register. And so I always like to pe- bring people, like when I people come visit, that's like where I take them to eat. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not that great. Like, it's just burgers and fries, but it's so freaking good. Well, I mean, you make it, it's, you say, you say it's not that great, but I really think that it probably is. I think it is. To me, it is, but I always wonder. But then, so I, you know, I took Rachel Laney Jr. and they loved it. I think Rachel was over it like the third day. Uh huh. <laughs> but Alini and Jr., they went on their own free will. Right. As they were exiting, like yeah. as so they were driving their, their last, car back. Their last morning that they were in Pittsburgh, they, Alini and Junior, I think it was Junior, texted me this picture of like them. Like I woke up, I rolled over, <laughs> picked up my cell phone, and there it was, yeah. like a picture of them with like cappuccino they, coffee they cups. They sent me the, the pictures of their to-go uh, hot dog shop cups. I was like, oh my gosh. They I was went, so proud. It was such a proud own. moment for me. <laughs> so because of that, you know, Stephanie, I'm, I have not, have yet been to Pittsburgh to visit, uh, but we're going to plan that trip soon but you know the whole time i've known stephanie for the last 10 plus years she's always talked about the hot dog shop it's like my first stop right off the plane and like so the fact that alini and junior went there on their own free will that last day <laughs> on their way out of town now my expectations are extremely high they said it's the best cappuccino they ever had <sighs> and i've never i've never had the cappuccino because i don't like coffee stuff so well let, I can't we'll, vouch we'll for have the to cappuccino. see I'm, I'm curious to try to try all the things at hot dog shop just all the curi- things just out of curiosity. the chili cheese dogs the chili cheese burgers the chili pasta see that's too much Milk chili shakes. for me i think that's I, mean, I don't eat i don't eat the chili either but I mean, I might taste a little bit, but maybe just one bite. But chili, I mean, you don't want to have chili and then go on with the rest of your day or life even. True. <laughs> the first day that we went, um, so Rachel uh, flew from Chicago. Well, she was in Boston before. She did a little two-parter as well. She did what I want to do because uh, Moulin Rachel went to Moulin Rouge, Moulin Rouge, ugh, Moulin Rouge, which is uh, based off the film. And she went to go see that in Boston, which I really would like to go do that because um, I love the movie. I didn't even ask her how it was. I, somebody else went. I think oh, my friend Melanie went. I saw on her Instagram that she went. So I've known two people to up to, to go up to Boston. I'm wondering if it's going to um, make it to Broadway. I'm sure it will because it has great music. I thought maybe so. it was traveling. I don't think it's traveling. I think it's just in, in being introduced in boston so well she met one of our one of our other disney friends there they did part one chicago and then or part one boston and then she flew to me and then my mom took us directly to the hot dog shop directly (laughs) directly (laughs) and as we were ordering we were watching these like teenagers like scoop lard into the fryer and Mm -hmm. i was like what is that because i don't 
I don't know. I don't. don't I never cooked when I worked there. Like the boys cook and the girls work work the counter and stuff. That's sexist. So that's just always how it is there. Um, So he was like scoot, and it looked like he said it was shortening. And I was like, oh my god, that's why the fries are so good because it's just fat. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like not the best place to go on a hot day. With all that fat and grease. I mean, it's just burgers and fries. It's okay. just better than McDonald's. That's all. It's just more tastier. <laughs> so, is it a chain? It's a chain, but there it's only like in that area, like okay. in the Pittsburgh area, the okay. surrounding area. Well, so far we haven't. There really might ta- be like twelve locations. I'm not really sure. I was gonna say. So so far we haven't talked much about Orlando, but that's all right. <laughs> we said in the beginning we can talk about whatever. The whatever F the we hell want. I want to talk about. <laughs> And sometimes when you live in Orlando, you just got to get the hell out. Oh, well, any you place just you just got to get the hell out and live. just enjoy life yeah, a little bit. Any place you live, you have to get out. And so we did New York the weekend before. And you know, you know what happened to me for New York. So I was supposed to meet, I specifically was going to New York to meet Alini and Junior because I knew Alini wouldn't be here this year for a trip to, well, she was here at the very beginning, but not any time else. So I wanted to go see her. And a junior, of course, but I think junior's going to come back in October. So I wanted to go see them uh, while they're here in the States. So we met in New York, but I was supposed to fly that Friday night to New York. And my flight got canceled because of rain in New York. So JetBlue pretty much was canceling all their flights and there was no way I could get out, which was really frustrating. And that had never happened to me before. And so I got out the next morning and you were lucky and the hotel didn't though. give me my room back for that first night, which I guess I kind of understand, but kind of like, hey, you should have just provided the service and just give me my room for that. Well, what, but whatever, but we had fun or at least maybe a credit for a future night. Yeah, we had fun and, um, New York was hot too. And, but it was a good time, but it was a lot of travel. I had Vegas that weekend before and then New York the weekend after I was, and then I was dealing with a sore throat. The never-ending sore yeah, throat. Yeah, it never ended, and so I had to go to the hospital. I had to go to the to the clinic uh, after I got back from New York because I just couldn't stand it anymore. Which the mini clinic at CVS was very convenient. Have you ever done that? Yeah, I've done it. For me, it was really convenient. I've had good and bad experiences with it. She just gave me my Z pack and some other thing. The last time I went to the mini clinic want asking for a z-pack because i know my body uh-huh. and i know what i need and right. i know what my body responds to and what it doesn't this woman sent me home with over-the-counter nasal spray and kleenex and told me that. to just wait it out <laughs> i remember you told me that <laughs> thanks well my, take my copay thanks my um what it's not a doctor it's a um f- what is it called when they're not a doctor but it's a, a physician's assistant yeah my pa was good she was nice and she gave me my z-pack and she gave me one other prescription to help the inflammation or whatever but now i'm back to normal good so it was probably good we you know for me to kind of take a some time off from the blog even though i post a little bit on or from the podcast i post a little bit on instagram but we should remind everyone that when they're listening to this, they still have like one more day to enter for the key. Yeah, Australia. so everybody go freaking enter. I mean, God. <laughs> Stephanie's disappointed because I'm very disappointed in all of you, <laughs> except for my mother and a few other choice friends who have entered the giveaway. I'm we're putting out a beautiful pair of key Australia sunglasses on a golden platter, and nobody wants it. 
So you, when this don't releases, be lazy. We have a million likes on the photo, but everyone's too lazy <laughs> to, to type to do the, the instructions. Come on now. So when this releases on Sunday, I think the twelfth of August. I think you have that day and then the next day to enter. So go enter if you're listening in now. time. So um, I prepped a little bit for this show to kind of get into Oh, today's the, my mom's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, happy mom. Happy birthday, but mom. But it's her birthday today, so this is a little today's belated. Today's August 10th. So it's a belated birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday on August 12th. Belated. Sue Ellen. <laughs> so I did do a little bit of prep for this episode, so I have some things to talk about. So the first one being, and we haven't talked about this in a while, but this was kind of a hot topic in January when um, it was discovered that Artagon, uh, which is over in the attractions area, was closing. And But the Bass Pro is still open, and it's going to stay open because I, when I was doing my reading today... That place is popping, always. The Bass Pro, supposedly, they own the land that specific the no oh. the specifically like the land where bass pro sits it's owned by bass pro and i read something that it's rumored to be one of the top um bass pros in the nation or something like as far as sales it's in a good location and you know this kind of area people do stuff like that not this area but like you know, there's a lot of state parks and with the ocean and everything. Mm-hmm. People will go boating. They go fishing yeah. and stuff like and that. And if you're a tourist and you come to Orlando and you don't have a Bass Pro in your yeah. city, then you can go to a Bass Pro uh, here. Anyway, that um, that's going to stay there. But I was reading uh, on Orlando Weekly that Michael um, Dezer, I think you pronounce it Dezer, not Deezer, Dezer. Um, he is, I'm, I think he's a billionaire and he's a, a, a real estate developer. He was involved with the Porsche Tower in Miami, the Porsche Residential Tower in Miami, Miami and a few other, many other projects. But he's uh, the person who has purchased the Artagon property, uh, or what once was Artagon, because the name, I guess, is going to be changing. I'm not sure exactly to what. Uh, and it's still not very clear exactly what direction um, it's going to be going, but there's going to be some kind of auto museum of his car collection in that space. And there are pictures now that you can find on Orlando Weekly and elsewhere where it shows like that pretty much Artagon is cleared out and he's on the inside. On the but inside. They've kept the structure. They kept the structure. For a while. But he's starting to put his car collection. So basically, this rich guy's car collection is going into uh, the building that or the I'll structure. Be rich, that, so I can do. So I'm guessing. So like basically, that. what Orlando Weekly is saying, what they're reporting is that, and who know? I don't know if Orlando Weekly uh, was the first to report this, but this is where I read it, and that there's going to be some kind of auto museum aspect to it, and uh, he has quite the extensive collection of automobiles, and he has one of the, I think, the world's largest Vespa collection or something as well. He also has a James Bond car collection that's on display uh down in miami i believe hmm. and he has this place called Desertland in miami and i hope i'm pronouncing his name right but it's like an indoor amusement park so my guess is that he's going to turn this artagon into some kind of 
potential indoor theme park as well. We need to go to Miami. We can go there. And then I want to see the ice cream museum. Yeah. As long as it's still there. Because I think the... We need to go there soon because I think the ice cream museum does, you know, like it was only in L.A. for a certain amount of time Mm -hmm. in Los Angeles for a certain amount of time. So I just uh, I thought that was interesting that that's kind of what's going on. Honestly, that land is such a huge piece of land. And I feel like a prime spot. It's in a prime spot. I feel like an auto museum is just kind of want wah a little want might be a tourist draw. Who knows? Yeah, it's kind of touristy trappy to me. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm I'll so, go if it's free. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to pay, but yeah, I'll go. I don't think it's. I be love free. cars. The, th- the yeah, the thing is, I'm surprised that like the outlets didn't try to buy that land, and maybe they did try to purchase it. And they th- need to build a parking garage. There. Yeah, they need to build a parking garage. Heck, they could even build a freaking hotel and have money coming in from that hotel. People would stay at the hotel <laughs> premium <just> hotel. <laughs> <laughs> instead of the premium outlets it's the premium hotel and the people would stay there just to shop but uh that was that was just an update i saw today on artigan and uh hopefully they move along quickly with that but the way that the inside pictures are looking is it's not going to be anytime soon so and then did you do we talk about this that the uh four rivers cantina food truck is no, coming but to I disney believe springs i saw it on like disney parks blog or something this this week so i we saw it scrolling through our we feed. talked about four rivers in the last episode and it just so happens that four rivers is in the news now with uh they're opening a food truck at disney springs i believe it seems like the food truck is the same food truck that disney was using for their food trucks at disney springs which their food trucks at disney springs i never had anything nothing ever like jumped out at me to eat there uh but i don't think they i never saw really a line at any of them no so i I, think they took a good idea but then they disney-fied it and mm -hmm. it kind of dumbed it down right like they made so each food truck has a theme for like one is like magic kingdom theme one is animal kingdom theme and the truck is painted that theme and then the food it is kind of like food from certain restaurants at the, at those particular parks, which is cool. I mean, but it's not really, I don't know. It doesn't really fit with the food truck theme, I don't think. So the Four River... I think it would have been cooler if they would have invited, you know, just like maybe what they're trying now is inviting local businesses to come to the property right. and sell to the tourists I from, agree. you know, our local places well i think it's cool that this is a local restaurant that they're bringing in and it's going to be like a permanent thing like it's going to be a daily thing that you're a daily offering that you're able to partake in it's nice that it's a local chain that they're disney is allowing to come into disney springs so they're going to have it's a cantina so they're going to have um it's kind of like more of like a tex-mex theme and they're going to have um taco cones so like tacos in the shape of a cone to make it, you know, Walkable. easier to, you know, walk around and eat. So kind of cool. Uh, go check it out online. Um, we'll we'll try maybe we'll try to repin or re not repin but uh, repost from Instagram yeah. a taco cone to our account so you can see it this week what it looks like. But I'm kind of excited mainly because it's like I said it's a it's a local chain uh, that is getting a chance to have a uh, you know a permanent offering at yeah. Disney Springs. So that's awesome. Then this is going to be opening it up to a whole bunch of people that may have never eaten it before. Yeah. 
Because, you know, Four Rivers is obviously an Orlando staple, but if you're just coming here on vacation and you don't ever venture off Disney property, you don't get a chance to right. have that food. So another thing that I uh, saw in the news uh, today, this I saw in Orlando Business Journal, and then I think... I think it was Orlando Biz. Yeah, it was just Orlando Business Journal. But Magnify Money uh, is putting Orlando uh, 14 in uh, a top 25 list of boomtowns. Um, What's that mean? So, like cities that are growing. So the uh, metho- uh, methodology ranks cities based on multiple growth factors, including population, number of housing units, labor force unemployment rate, medium income, business growth, et cetera. And then based on those factors, the cities are scored out of 100. And so Orlando is number 14th in America as far as a boom town. I would like expect it to growth. be higher than that. Well, you know, America is a big place. But uh, being in the top 25, I mean, that's pretty notable. Um, Fort Myers comes in at number 17. Sarasota, Florida comes in at number 25. Tampa's at 36. Jacksonville at 39. Daytona at 60. And then Melbourne at 74. So I definitely feel like we both, Stephanie and I both feel like we see so much growth here in Orlando. I know when I was in Brazil for two, in, in 2015 and I came home uh, back to Orlando uh, after being away for a year, there was so much new construction, new apartments. It was crazy, just the amount yeah. of growth that took place in in one year, and you know, it it just continues and continues uh, the growth. Sometimes you'll places that I drive frequently, it'll be like one week nothing is there, and the next week literally there's a whole building there, like right. a whole like a restaurant, like a whole restaurant is built like in a week. Right. And you're like, where, where did that come from? Or like you drive past a neighborhood you haven't been by in a couple months and there's a whole apartment complex yep. built. It's crazy. So that that kind of leads me into um, a little bit of a news uh, as well. It's kind of like the news hour here. <laughs> but uh, so Amazon has their Lake Nona distribute, uh, uh, distribution or fulfillment center opening up and starting the, oh, I didn't know this starting today um august 10th which is when we're recording um through august 23rd they're doing interviews uh for fulfillment center uh employees so they're going to be hiring uh 1500 employees to support that fulfillment fulfillment center in lake nona that's amazing yeah lake nona is kind of an up-and-coming area yeah i feel like it's growing because of the medical things that they're building yeah it's 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 right near medical city which is uh basically a a large cluster of different hospitals ucf doctor school um like a billion dollar um vet hospital i didn't know there was a vet hospital oh a big big one oh the yeah okay the vet yeah and uh a nemours children's hospital so that area is growing and it's going to grow even more with the Amazon hiring all these employees. That's so it's a great place, place to live too. It's not very far from the airport. Yeah. It's a little out from the tourist area. If you're kind of looking to, you know, maybe move to Orlando, it's a nice spot. Nona blue is a good restaurant out there. If anyone, I don't know. Have you been to Nona blue? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. It's just, we don't have, it's not an easy drive for us to just like pop on over to Nona to Lake Nona. But Nona Blue is an awesome restaurant. It's kind of like um 
it's like a, a kind of bar grill place. It's real. The food is so good. So if you're interested, you can head over to amazon.com forward slash MCO jobs. And you can learn more about uh, their, basically their hiring fair, their uh, job fair that they're having uh, through August to help them open that fulfillment center. I've always been curious about like working. I've known, I think I know one person who's worked for Amazon. They seem to really like working for Amazon. Um, I can imagine that it's probably a pretty good company to work for, I'm guessing, with benefits and and all that. I wonder if you get Prime for free. (laughs) maybe yeah that's a good question you can also do we've heard of people doing the delivery for prime now Yeah, i've talked to like some of my uber drivers tell me that they've they work for amazon delivering as well and make like 18 dollars an hour that's crazy that's pretty good yeah that's awesome which i love prime now when you're like just feeling lazy or Or sick ill and you can't get (laughs) up you just don't want to leave the the house but and they're always prompt and come exactly when they say they're going to come. So another thing on growth is this. And Stephanie, we haven't talked about this at all. But Lucky's Market, which is a grocery store, they are building a location in Hunter's Creek. Um, and then they have a location coming to Winter Park as well. And then they already have an Orlando location. So I looked at their Instagram today. Um, they have a bunch of locations all over the country, but I looked at their Instagram just to kind of get a. So what is this like? Aldi's? Is this like public? I is think this like I'm getting save a lot. I'm getting the Fresh Market vibe. Do you know Fresh Market that they have in Hunters Creek? Yes, but I've never been. Inside. You've never been inside. So Fresh Market is like a little bit of Whole Foods. Their tagline on Instagram is organic for the 99%. Correct. And so that is what like kind of, to me, that says a lot about, okay, what my expectations are now from them. So organic for the 99% means that I'm going to be able to afford organic food. Yeah. Because it's obviously the 1% meaning the rich. So organic for the 99%. So when I go here for the first time, which I have not been here yet, I'm going to expect some decent pricing. Yeah, Lucky's Market. (laughs) I don't want to be paying three bucks for an apple. So I pulled up their website and I'm looking at their their weekly ad just to get an idea. And this is the Orlando weekly ad. Oh, that's not bad. So uh, let's 98 go. 98 cents a pound for uh, peaches. Peaches? Peaches. <laughs> <laughs> they better be Georgia peaches. <laughs> Georgia peaches. There's corn, three for one. That's three good, right? Eh, yeah, I, I guess for organic corn, that's good. Yeah. Now, this better be organic, too, since their Instagram said organic for the 99%. Well, if you look, I'll, I have to say, if you look here at the thing, the, out of all these fruits, there's only an organic stamp on two of them, and those two are the most expensive. Well, hell. Strawberries why, for they, two ninety eight listen, a pound. Look, listen, Lucky's Market, if you're saying organic for the 99% is the first line of your Instagram uh, bio, then I would expect everything <laughs> to be organic in the whole store. Maybe not. We Dreams. Need to go. Let's go. Dreams room. Yeah, but where is in Orlando? Because we should go. So we can it's on Colonial. Oh. 11750 East Colonial. That's fine. We can go there. 
Um, but yeah, I'm kind of excited. Uh, so I've heard a rumor. See, one ninety eight a pound for boneless, skinless chicken breast. That's not organic. That can't be organic for a dollar ninety eight a pound. Lies. But I think their prices is good. Listen, this is my thing. My thing is that I like Publix. Hummus. Bogo hummus. Hummus. So my thing is I really like Publix. All right. It's overpriced. I hate Walmart. I like Trader Joe's. And Whole Foods is too freaking expensive, even though Amazon owns them now. And they said that they were going to whatever. Lower their prices. But whatever. Yeah. But they're still, it's still ridiculous. My thing is, is though that Publix needs to have a good competitor that is not Walmart because we don't go to Walmart because we ain't going to put up with the bullshit at Walmart. So we need more grocery stores, I think, to compete with Publix and to have some competition, to have options. Trader Joe's doesn't grow fast enough, in my opinion, because they only got two stores in the metro area. And their selection is not all that. Uh, yeah, their selection's not huge stores. because they 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 bring in their own and they produce their own products and they source their own products. And so it's different. But I'm kind of excited about this. The rumor that I heard is that possibly Celebration is getting a Lucky's. I could see that. Which that that makes me excited because I work in Celebration. And but there's that Publix over there, isn't there? Yeah, but fuck the Publix. I don't want the Publix anymore. I want to have options. Damn. Tell I, me how you risk somebody feel. Need, somebody need, cause if you come to Florida or you come to the <laughs> South, the only grocery store you're going to have it's is Publix. Publix. That's it. And everyone thinks it's so great. Which it's well, fine. I think their subs are great, says everyone. Their subs are really great. Know, but. It's fine. But they have like, they don't really have a monopoly, but they have a freaking monopoly on the freaking grocery store market here. Yeah, they do. Because it's Publix, Publix, Publix. Uh, like growing up, we had, so we did have a place called Lucky's, uh, but it's not the same at all as this. It's a totally different thing. We had a place called Lucky's. Um, we had a place called Albertsons, uh, Safeway. Um, there was more, but there was options. You yeah. had so many different uh, grocery stores. Uh, but here, you either have Publix or you have Walmart, and that's it. We had two. We only had two in my town. And we don't even have a lot of neighborhood Walmarts here. Like in Oklahoma, uh, uh, in Edmond, where I lived in Oklahoma, we had a neighborhood Brahms. Walmart. Well, yeah, you had Brahms, but <laughs> it's different. I want Brahms ice cream. But that's my thing. I, I'm. I hope that Lucky's can do well. I think that Fresh Market, uh, which they do have in Hunters Creek, I think it's a, a little bit overpriced, and it's not. It's not a place to. It's not convenient to me, so it's not a place that I go and grocery shop. But we do grocery shop at Sam's because that's yeah. where we get protein. Uh, protein. <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs> And so I'm, broccoli. I'm I'm looking forward to Lucky's Market. I hope that it also comes to celebration. I think that would be nice. I think that if the rumor that I heard is that it would be on Celebration Boulevard, there's lots of development right now on Celebration Boulevard, um, which is right by World Drive. As you leave Celebration and go to Walt Disney World, there's lots of development right there. So that's right where near where I work. So that would be awesome to have that uh, option. So anyways, check Lucky's out. It's luckysmarket.com. And then uh, let us know what you think on the Instagram. On the gram. I went to, uh, weeks ago, I went to 
a really cool bar um, in the Lake Buena Vista area. I don't know if I told you about it. It's called Player One. And it's oh, yeah. a bar. I mean, it's really. I've heard about Player One. It's hidden. It's like a hidden gem because it's in a strip mall that's like back in a dark corner off of Palm Parkway. And the signage is not that great. But it was. It, it really went above my expectations. Yeah, I want to go there. Um, You would love it. They have a really great selection of, like, ha- craft beers. They don't mm-hmm. have any regular beers, only craft beers. Do they have beers. Fe- food? They have cocktails. They don't have any food. Okay. But they allow you to bring food in. Um, They have, like, these awesome, like, setups with these really nice high-backed chairs and flat-screen TVs. Mm-hmm. So you, those spaces are, you have to, like, rent them. You have to like put your name down and I think it's extra. Are they like those. little like cubby like It's not cubby, it's like open, but it's like four chairs to a TV. So okay. basically you and four like three of your friends, you rent that space for X amount of time and that's how you, where you would play like the PlayStation and that's cool. the Xbox and all that. So do you get to like pick what game or like how does that work? Or? I don't know. I didn't really like look that much into it. And how it. much is it to rent one of those spaces? I didn't look because we were, we were playing all the free games. So when you come in, when the night that we went, I don't know if it changes, but there was a $5 cover. You go in and they have tons. The It's just like this. I had I had the feel that it was like a clubhouse. Okay. Like a basement clubhouse. Like It's like lots of little like holes and nooks and crannies. And they have a whole bunch of like vintage arcade games. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, it's just free play. Like you don't have to put money in or anything. You can just start playing whatever's available. And there wasn't, there was like a good amount of people there where you weren't like just waiting around to play. Right. They also had rock band. Uh, they had the dance dance or they had like, you know, the one where you use your hand as the controller, like you swipe your hand Mm -hmm. instead of using not the Wii remote, but the other one. So you, there's like a sensor and then on the screen you swipe your hand to swipe yeah. to make a choice it's, on the screen. It's like, uh, like, like, like it's, um, the Microsoft Connect through yeah, Xbox like 360 or whatever. So there was a dance game you can play with a partner. Um, the waitresses were dressed up. Like the night we were there, they were dressed up like, like um, characters from comic books. I guess. Okay. So I'm looking at their website right now and I'm not seeing how much it is to rent like a space with the four seats in the console. But the, uh, those are, those areas are limited. I would say there's probably one, two, three, four, like six, like six groups of four seats gotcha. available. But if you go on their website, you can like see what, what game systems are available and then which games are available um, for that system that you can actually, and they play also there. have games at the bar. So if you're sitting at the bar, there's t- you can be playing group games like Mario Kart and stuff with the, everyone that's at the bar. And if you want to learn more, uh, you can check out player the number one Orlando dot com, and you can take a look at, at, at all that they have to offer. This is cool. I kind of want to go and and check it out. I don't like video games at all, um, not in the least little bit. But I mean, you I like Mario Kart. S- I can't say that. I like games for a limited time with other people. I don't like like shooting games and stuff. Like I like fun games, like dance games, mar- like driving games, like Mario Kart, stuff like that. But I have to say, there was one game here that I found that mm-hmm. just like brought back so many memories. 
So when I was younger, my dad used to take us to um, our mall had an arcade Mm -hmm. and we used to play this one game all the time. Every time we would go to the arcade and it was the Simpsons game. (laughs) And it's like one of those games where you have like two buttons and a joystick. Right. So one one button makes you jump and one button like makes your weapon go. Like an arcade game. So, yeah, like an old school arcade game. Yeah. But, you know, but, like kids don't know about that stuff anymore. <laughs> so you're just like slamming the button, yeah. like slam, slam. And you're like, oh, my hand. But we played um, and I used to always be Marge. And Marge is the mother of the Simpsons. Mm-hmm. And her weapon is a vacuum cleaner. So like when you hit when you hit your shoe button, she slams the vacuum against the the bad people. And literally, I was like playing this game and it just like brought me to tears because I was like <laughs> thinking about my dad and I was thinking about how he used to play it all the time. And when we walked in there. I was like, oh, my God, I wonder if this video game and I'm like searching around every corner because I've never seen it anywhere uh-huh. other than the, the mall that we used to go to. Uh-huh. And I saw it and I was like, oh, my that's gosh. awesome. Though, that it was it there. Made me so happy. So it's a pretty big place then. Yeah, it's pretty big. And it's where is it again? Uh, it's off Palm Parkway in uh, a little strip mall there. It's where the Hooters it's is. It's where the Hooters is. Uh, there's a CeCe's Pizza. Yeah. There's a, um, what do you call it? Where they cook in front of you? The, um, the hibachi. hibachi. Yeah. yeah. There's a Brazilian steakhouse uh, there now, I think, too. Yeah, there's a Brazilian steakhouse. There's the Sea Dog Brewery. Right. Um, there's a bunch of stuff back there, but it's... It's a really hidden area. I don't think you would find it. If you were like a tourist, you probably wouldn't find it. But um, it's not that far from downtown, uh, Disney Springs. You yeah, know, it's, you, it's really in the attractions area. I'm guessing it services a lot, the cast members. But it was, that's what, I, what my next point was going to be. It was a very strange crowd. Hmm. It was like some really buff, hot looking gay mm-hmm. guys mm-hmm. and a bunch of oh, weirdos. Oh, you tell me that. Like a bunch of weirdos, like the nerds, like nerds. nerds, like fat, dorky, so gay- glasses, weird shirts, <laughs> nerds. So there was like hot people, nerds, but they were all like, combi- I didn't know hot people played video games like that. Yeah, we do. <laughs> but yeah, and it was just really weird. It was like weird, nerdy, straight people and hot gays. I mean, I'm going to have to go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was a really nice crowd. Um, and I really enjoyed it. That's awesome. Yeah, we definitely need to play. I liked trip. it a lot. I wonder if Dev would. Dev doesn't like video games, but I wonder no, if she would just suck it up for it. I don't know if she would. Maybe. That would, that would be fun, definitely, to go check it out. So I wanted to talk about one other place before we finish out the podcast. So... I went, so we can also talk a little bit about couch surfing. So I am on the couch surfing app and accept couch surfers from time to time when the mood strikes me. Um, So couch surfing is basic. It's kind of like Airbnb, but it's people who are staying with you for free and you freeloading, freeloading basically, but off your generous hospitality. I've met a lot of cool people from all over the world. It's a great way to network. Yeah, I've networked Make for sure. Friends. friends, people from over the, all over the world, um, different cultures. You kind of get to learn from them. I used to do Airbnb. I used to own a, own a home in Orlando, and I did Airbnb, and I loved it. You did I, Airbnb from uh, your condo as well, right? Yeah, for a short amount of time. I, I hosted a few guests at the condo, 
And then when I moved into my home, I did it there. And I loved it. I honestly met the coolest people. Yeah. I had some of the best conversations Mm -hmm. because people that are willing to do off the beaten path things like stay with a stranger, they're very open-minded. Sure. They're very smart. They're very um, money conscious. Yep. They are, are people who think outside the box. I think that that's true. I think it's like they're smart. You know what I mean? It's you're not getting some doofus person. It's someone who thinks outside of the box, and it's somebody who's uh, willing to you know be on an adventure. And so the way I look at it too is, um, it's like you are traveling without traveling at being the host because you're receiving this person. Most of mine have been international, so you're receiving this person from a different country, and so you get to get a sense of that country. Uh, and my experiences have been great. So, um, and you get to show off your, your city, you know what I mean? Because they have questions like, where's a good place to eat? Where's a good place to go? You know, stuff like this. So So I take it and depending on the person, some people want to hang out. Some people don't want to hang out. Um, at the very least though, it's, uh, I would say have, the majority of the time they're here for a business conference. Correct. Business. On their own dimes. Uh, so. For couch surfing though, I've, um, it's been a mix. So some people have just been traveling, uh, the world and this happens to just be a place and, you know, pin on, pin on their map. So anyway, last week or the week before, uh, I had, um, I had a couch surfer. I think it was a week before a couch server from Indian, um, Rohan, he was here with me. And he was here for two nights. And so one night uh, he had no plans. And so uh, we met back after I got out of work. We met back here. And uh, I um, had heard about this king, this place. It's called King Bao. And it's in downtown in the Mills 50 district, which, you know, it's a lot of our Asian uh, district is there within Mills 50 as well. And so King Bao is where we went. It was so good. I think, Stephanie, that you might even like some of the stuff here. So he always goes places without me. Oh, like, sorry. seriously, <laughs> it's like I'm always at work. So him and Dev constantly cheat on me. And just go places. And then they say, oh, you would like it. You would like Oh, well, who the hell's ever going to take me? Nobody. So what is Bao? Because you already went. So I'm on their website, and they say right off about what is Bao? And it's not a taco nor a wrap. They're soft, airy steamed buns that are filled with an array of delectable proteins, sweets, and toppings. And Protein. that's, um, yeah, that's a great description of it. It's like... Um, like a steam like bun type thing that that basically is you you put stuff in the middle and it becomes almost kind of like taco shaped it was really good really flavorful they do have uh shrimp so that's why stephanie would like it it also says orlando's exciting new restaurant concept and it's it's like kind of a hole in the wall type place, I would say for sure. These prices are good. Yep, and we each of us um, did three for nine, so they have a, th- a three for nine option. Um, this is the one that you would like: the firecracker shrimp, um, chili lime marinated shrimp with guacamole, lemon pepper, aioli, and uh, cilantro. You would like this one. You probably just take out the guac. And I would take good. out everything. Just give me the shrimp, please. Thank you. Uh, or that. But I actually <laughs> ate it with the guac. Um, and generally, I have a reaction to guacamole. It gives me some kind of indigestion. If there's any listeners out there that understand why in my 
uh, late 20s, uh, early 30s. Well, late 20s is when it started. I'm in my early 30s now. All of a sudden, I have this kind of weird reaction to avocado and ripe bananas. Uh, let me know because I'm very curious. Somebody has told me that it is not an allergy, but it's some kind of indigestion issue. Could be an enzyme in the, the that occurs no as the as the avocado or the banana but basically what happens right like right above my stomach between my stomach and um i don't know it's just like my upper my right my chest area my esophagus it gets kind of tight like i didn't chew my food even though the food has been chewed um it just gives a really uncomfortable tight sensation and sometimes it can get kind of very uncomfortable my breathing doesn't alter it's just very uncomfortable and it's not fun and uh but that's enough about me and my and you can't be a basic bitch when you have a guacamole allergy i know i can't be so as basic but i don't have to pay for the extra guac at chipotle (laughs) (laughs) so anyway go try this king bao place it's really good uh we even tried a dessert one as well and they have tots as well they have like truffle tots Ugh. Uh, fire tots. We didn't have any of the tots. Fire tots. That sounds like <laughs> something dirty. <laughs> we just had the bows and the bow bows, <laughs> and it was really good. Bow? Go go check it out. Like I said, it's in Mills Fifty. You can check it out at kingbowwow.com <laughs> <laughs> That's their that's their web address. Bow King Bow Wow. <laughs> but this is this is an awesome place. Go check it out, and um, yeah, for sure. Well, thanks everyone for joining us. This was a fun episode. Yeah. It was fun. It turned out better than I thought it would. Yeah, because I did all the planning. You didn't know what was going to (laughs) happen. Well, somebody needs to plan for me once in a while, but somebody needs to plan for you. Brian and I are both planners and caretakers, so it's nice when somebody else just does all the work and surprises you with something beautiful. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. Please follow us on Instagram at Orlando Out of Context. And go do the giveaway. Yes, go into the giveaway. Enter the freaking giveaway. <laughs> Visit us at OrlandoOutOfContext.com and listen and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google, and Google Play. And then please leave us that review uh, on iTunes. We really appreciate it. And we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>